Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corum and Justin Nielsen here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, where we saw gains for the day, but choppy action and the NASDAQ hitting some support or hitting some resistance yeah. at a notable support level. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a nice bounce, but I'm not sure we can trust this one yet. So we'll talk a little bit about that and also some stocks, including Royal Caribbean, Dynatrace and Aptiv. That we will, but first let's take a look at the major indexes. So the NASDAQ today up six tenths of a percent. Uh, behind that, we had the SP up three tenths of a percent, and the Dow and the Russell were up two tenths of a percent apiece. And so you can see the NASDAQ coming up close to its 21 day moving average. So it looks like that line is an area of resistance, at least for now. Yeah. So again, it's it's one of those things where you like to see the bounce that we had today, but um, it's a little bit too early to claim victory yet. Uh, there were a number of stocks, and we'll go through some of them, that were bouncing from their 21-day moving average line. Right. So that's kind of where I'm focused on those stocks with the relative strength that are that haven't sure. undercut those levels. Um, but again, with the market the way it is, and look, we've got all those macroeconomic factors that we uh, you know, have been forced to face this month. Yeah. Um, and that's 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 really kind of putting some pressure on the indexes. Um, and the indexes are actually masking a lot of this uh, a lot of this weakness underneath the surface uh, in individual stocks. So uh, you you might be looking at the indexes and saying, oh, it's not too bad, but some of the individual mm -hmm. stocks underneath the surface are, kind of looking terrible. Right. And it wouldn't take a whole lot, Justin, for us to break lower still, just because right now we're still hanging on above the 200-day line. It uh, doesn't mean that we can't see further weakness as the week progresses. Absolutely. And I mean, that 50-day moving average line isn't too far from the 200-day line. You could uh, imagine it wouldn't take too much to get us back below that level. Uh, and then you know, where do you go from there in terms of support? So uh, I'd, I'd really like to see the index, you know, especially the NASDAQ hold here above the 200 day moving average line. And, you know, it doesn't have to go up, but I'd at least like for it to stop going mm -hmm. down. Of course. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500 getting resistance around that round number at 4,000, mm -hmm. still right at that 50 day line as well. And only a smidge above the 200 day. Yeah. So, I mean, again, all of these, uh, all of these moving averages are, are pretty close together and, you know, they're, they're, the 200 day is just starting to kind of get in an uptrend here. Um, so it would be nice for us to just hold support at this level, but you know, the market doesn't do what we want it to do. It's going to do what it's going to do. So we've got to adjust accordingly, but certainly that 4,000 level I think is worth watching. And even beyond that, you know, you've got the 21 day moving average line that's up a little bit higher and, you know, if you kind of look at the high of last week, um, you know, that's that's kind of an area right around that 21 day line and 10 day line that I'd, I'd really like to see us get above mm -hmm. that uh, before I put too much weight into this bounce. That makes sense. Let's also take a look at the Dow and the Russell 2000. Here's zero DJIA. The Dow trying to bounce, but on Friday came down to its lowest levels since uh December 19th and 22nd there. So some support right around there for the time being. Uh, next stop would be the 200 day line on the downside, but it looks like we have all of the other moving averages, including the 50 day and the 21 day converging here. We have this and going uh, down. And yeah, down. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and moving lower. So yes. that's not great. Yeah. So you, you have to look at the, the, the trend of the line too. And, and the fact that they're all turning down. Look, the, the, the Dow Jones Industrial Average just, to me, it looks terrible. 
Um, And, you know, it had such a strong move off the October bottom. And I mean, we were almost forced to pay attention to it. I mean, we, you know, don't necessarily love the Dow Jones Industrial Average because it's 30 stocks, it's price weighted, it can, you know, it can kind of have a lot of movement due to just very few stocks. Um, But, you know, again, we kind of had to pay attention to it in in that October move. Um, But really, since the since December, it just really hasn't gone anywhere. And it really lagged, considering how strong the indexes were, uh, the NASDAQ, especially in January. So uh, this this one is not getting as much of my attention lately. Mm -hmm. And now let's take a look at IWM, which tracks the small cap index, Russell 2000. So it also hit resistance at its 21 day line today, which coincided with those highs from late last year. Yeah. Now the Russell 2000, that is getting a little bit more of my attention uh, just to kind of get a sense of the sentiment of risk on, risk off. Uh, Usually when you see a little bit more strength in the Russell 2000, those small caps, it does kind of give you a sense that investors are a little bit uh, okay with increasing their risk appetite. So this is certainly not broken. Um, you know, it didn't have the move that the NASDAQ had, but it was a solid move. And it, you know, looks like so far, it, it hasn't even come down to the 50-day moving average line. But as you said, Allie, that 21-day line, like the NASDAQ, is offering resistance. And we'll also have to see if it can kind of get above those uh, January, and I mean, I'm sorry, the December uh, highs that it had, mm-hmm. um, you know, right around that 189 uh, area. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, the 221 high as well would be great to see. Yes. Mm-hmm. And next, let's take a look at zero TNX. This is the 10 year treasury yield. So it came off a little bit today. Uh, so not weighing on stocks like it really can when it's up big for the day, but it also wasn't just like, uh, you know, we have this weight lifted off of our shoulders. I mean, this is still a big issue for the equity market. Yeah. And I mean, it's I mean, if you think about it from last week's big move up, it's really just kind of holding up there at a mm-hmm. higher level, just under four. So that four percent level could be a big, you know, and I, I know it says 40, but just move the decimal over. It's it's really four percent that we're talking about with the yield here. And that that could be the level that we're, we're looking at. If we if we climb above that, uh, that that could be uh, a problem for the market. Mm-hmm. And uh, go the yield, so goes the dollar. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw UUP down six tenths of a percent here. Also had a pretty solid week last week. I know the scaling throws it off a little bit, right. but uh, the UUP up one point four percent last week. So something also that we're we're keeping tabs on. Let's take a look at some ETFs, Justin. Here's XLE tracking the energy sector up today by about uh, three tenths of a percent. Any uh, anything notable in terms of uh, sectors to watch today? Well, oil and gas, I mean, that was a big um, a big mover last week. Uh, not necessarily a big mover, but it didn't go down like right. a lot of other things did. So that was uh, improving its relative strength. Uh, Today, XLY, which is the consumer discretionary, actually had the biggest gains, um, you know, according to what I'm looking at, it looks like the XLY was up one and a quarter percent. Um, But look at that. I mean, it's right up there at the 200 day moving average line, potentially getting resistance. Um, I was also interested to see that XLI, which is the industrial, uh, that that was showing some strength today. But again, you saw this in a lot of cases where, um, 
the indexes, the sectors, the stocks, they started off strong, uh, really closed off their lows. So still had decent gains. You know, I mean, look, 1%, uh, nine tenths of a percent is nothing to sneeze at. But when you look at how it kind of closed, uh, that is something that that should give you a little bit of pause and, um, and concern. So it's, it, to me, it's, this is a potential bounce, but I don't think we're, we're conclusive yet. Yeah. Can't trust it yet. All right. Well, let's take a look at some stocks. RCL on our radar with a gain of 2.6% today. Didn't have strong volume behind today's bounce, but some notable support at the 21-day line on Friday. And if you rewind the clock uh, to a little bit earlier in February, had a nice reaction to its quarterly report. And we're starting to see more travel stocks looking interesting and showing signs of outperformance. Yes. Um, now the caveat here is I feel like we've played this game before, right? Where we, we yeah. talk about the travel stocks looking better and look, sometimes there's catalysts. I mean, China opening up could certainly help a little bit. I mean, you know, they're not a big uh, factor in the cruise market, but they are a factor. Um, there's a lot of the recovery happening. Um, you know, they're uh, I think they said that in the last um, quarter, they were, you know, increasing to like, you know, in, in the 90% range, um, as opposed to 60% for the load uh, for the Q4 uh, the previous year. So that's, that's a big deal. And um, mm -hmm. a, a lot of these numbers, by the way, I'm getting them from uh, the stock of the day that was written by Jed Graham today. So it's, it's a really great way to kind of get a sense of what is happening on the fundamental side, in addition to the technical side of some of these stocks. So I certainly recommend that for a, a lot of folks. And one of the things that Jed pointed out in his story is how the EBITDA is, is improving. So yes, those earnings, uh, the profits aren't looking great right now, but when you take out the interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization, that's what the earnings before all of those mm -hmm. things, EBITDA, uh, stands for. Yep. You take that out and it's showing a little bit of a bigger, uh, better picture. Um, one of the things that is weighing down these cruise lines is, uh, hey, they had to take out a lot of debt in order to just survive um, when, when the COVID crash happened. So that may take some time to work through, but there's a lot of factors that are looking better for these. Now, let's go ahead and take a step back to the weekly on Royal Caribbean um, yeah. and just kind of note that uh, this has had a pretty big move off of its bottom and it's getting to an area. I mean, if you go back to December, you know, the, the 2021, there's a lot of overhead supply that we could be hitting here. Now, when does this become less relevant? You know, Bill O'Neill's rule of thumb was kind of 18 months. Um, but that, 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 exactly, that line right there is the 18-month mark. And you can see that as we get up into 80, there's going to be a lot of that overhead supply that we need to get through. Um, also, uh, getting back to the daily, you mentioned the volume. It was, it was uh, almost half, you know, a little bit more than half of its normal. So volume has certainly come down quite a bit on this pullback. But I'd like to see volume increase on the bounce here. And that is one thing that as I was looking, you know, especially when the, the day was stronger earlier on, one of the things I was really struggling to find was anything with decent volume. Mm. Good note there. All right, let's take a look at ticker DT. This is Dynatrace, faded by the close up about two tenths of a percent, but uh, trying to bounce off of its 21 day line. At the very least, it is finding support there right now, which also coincides with the low of the gap up day 
on earnings. We did get volume behind the move today. Again, it did fade into the close, but we've seen some strong numbers as of late here from Dynatrace as enterprise software stocks are trying to make a comeback. Yeah, they, they, they really had a nice start to the year. But again, as growth has been getting hit, uh, especially with those treasury yields going up, uh, a lot of those big performers of January have, have come off. Now, what I like about this is if we just take that step back to the weekly again, you can see that earnings report where it shot up 16% uh, in a single day on that earnings report. We really have held the bulk of those gains. And you know, even though we kind of came off considerably that first week, off of its, um, after the earnings, it really kind of just stopped. Um, now you see that three weeks tight there. You see a little, a bit of a blue shade uh, uh, there. Um, normally three weeks tight is something that we look at as a, a place to add to, to stocks when they've come up and then they hold gains. In this case, it's, it's a little bit positive. I'm not thinking, oh, this is a place to add, mm -hmm. but it is positive when you get tight action kind of telling you, hey, the stock is getting support here. It's not wanting to go down. It's retaining right. these gains. So that's one of the things that I like that I'm seeing right now. Um, and, you know, as we as we shift back to the daily chart, you can see that this is, um, you know, got that support potentially at the 21 day moving average line. It's really just kind of hugging that line um, over the last few days. So uh, we'd like to see a little bit more strength. Uh, mm -hmm. We'd like to see it get above that kind of downtrend that you just uh, you know marked and stay above there. That's not what happened today. It kind of got a little bit of a resistance there. So let's see if it can kind of come back and uh, hold that level. All right, one to watch this week. Also APTV. Active up 1.1% today. There's a little bit of a theme here, bouncing off the 21-day line, finding support there, which also coincides with the breakout from a base here. So showing that relative strength as well, Justin. Yep. And unfortunately, another part of the uh, you know theme here is like, like Royal Caribbean, yep. not much volume, half mm -hmm. of its normal volume. Um, so... Uh, you know, and and it, it hit resistance. So in this case, instead of resistance right. at its 21 day, like the the indexes are showing, this had resistance at its 10 day moving average line. So again, we'd like to see it hold a little bit better um, if it if it does move up. Um, a, a couple other things, you know, just looking at this um, recent action, this move up that it started from 89.63 in December, uh, a nice move up on the right side of that cup. Um, overall. I would say that there was some, especially at the end here, some nice volume moves. You see those blue spikes, um, a nice move up. Uh, that's maybe not being reflected in the up-down volume. If you go to the weekly chart, you can see that we have the up-down volume showing as 1.0%, which is basically neutral. That volume on the upside has basically matched the downside, that ratio, it's, it's, a, it's about flat. But you look at the accumulation distribution rating, which also takes into consideration <laughs> price movement and the volume behind that movement. That's a little bit better at A minus. Um, and that does weight things a little bit more heavier to recent action. Um, and also just, again, what, what you're seeing on the weekly chart here, more blue spikes, uh, red spikes are tending to be, I mean, red volume is tending to be a little bit lower. So I, I think that's a positive. And one final note on this one, 
the Auto Truck Original Equipment Group. This is number 10 out of 197. So you've got a, a few members in here that are setting up, looking good. Uh, so it's not a lone wolf here. There's other supporting members in this group. Mm -hmm. And uh, fundamentals in the most recent quarters looking pretty interesting in addition to those forward-looking estimates. So we'll keep tabs on this one as well. All right. Yeah. Thanks so much, Justin. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. So make sure you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all those details. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.